0: On the southern edge of a town called Ramville, there was a wide, unlit road that separates the town from a wild and thick forest. Three houses adorn the northern edge of the road. They are the homes of the Peters family, old Mrs Abernathy and Joshua Daniels. And these homes look out across the road upon the forest that the sun can scarcely pierce. Many travellers who have taken the road late in the evening have confessed to feeling a peculiar sense of uneasiness as they pass the trees in the darkness. There are stories shared by hushed whispers amongst the children of the town. They speak of an evil presence that lurks within the woods. Apart from the occasional incident of missing cattle... Nothing malicious has ever befell Ramville, and so the town slumbers peacefully beside the gargantuan labyrinth of ancient oaks. It was in the early days of autumn that the men came and installed lights up and down the road that cast their luminous light into the trees. It was a welcome change to the residents of the road who hoped that this would ease any feelings of insecurity in the darkness. Any wrongdoers who had previously made mischief plans for the road, they would surely be exposed and foiled. The residents hoped this would give them a good night's rest. While the lights took a little getting used to, they all slept easy that night. Well, except for Adam Peters, who was the son of the Peters family. He would have these horrible, vivid dreams. And then again, this is often the case of children when confronted with any sort of change. The next morning, the residents all agreed the lights were a blessing sent from above. On the third night after the arrival of the lights... Mrs. Abernathy sat in the chair by the window reading from a book. She was always a restless spirit. It wasn't uncommon for her to stay up until the first rays of sun peeked up from the horizon. On this particular evening, the clock had just passed one and her mind had begun to drift off from the literature she looked out of the window upon the illuminated street. Everything seemed much clearer to her, and she took some small pleasure in watching the trees creak ever so slightly in the wind. The leaves engaging in subtle dances, and the branches swayed steadily. Then something caught her eye. Some branches didn't match the natural rhythm the others seemed to share. Now, it could have been easily some nocturnal animal of the wild attending to his business, and yet, Mrs Abernathy felt uneasy. Perhaps it was the result of her imagination, captivated by late-night reading. But she could swear she felt that the more she watched the disturbance, the more she felt that she was being watched herself – Slightly disturbed by the ordeal, she drew the blinds and returned to her book in an effort to take her mind elsewhere. By the time morning came, she'd forgotten all about her late-night observations. As the sun was beginning to set the following evening, Adam Peters was playing alone on the road. The lights had not yet come on, and so he found himself in the ill-illuminated haze of dusk. The wind was a mild temperament, but still possessed that bitter, icy bite. It was not an ideal situation. He would have much preferred to find entertainment indoors. But his mother's insistence had driven him out into the cold autumn air. He was eagerly anticipating the moment that the lights would spring to life, when his mother would fetch him to return indoors. The hours of play had almost been entirely devoid of any fun and was replaced by a mysterious sense of uncertainty. He was without an inkling of doubt that something was not as it should be and yet he couldn't work out what that could be. Adam's dreams of late had been terrible in nature and he suspected that this was influencing his mood. As he sat in reflection, he began to feel the hairs of his neck stand straight up. Adam felt that all-too-familiar sensation of someone standing directly behind him. He immediately turned himself around to discover there was no one there. This was perplexing to Adam as he was certain he could sense the presence of another person. He scanned the neighbouring houses and there was no sign of any other residents going about their business outdoors. Just as he was beginning to doubt himself, he heard the voice of his mother calling for him. He was relieved that he would be able to return to the comfort of his home and he stood up at once He ran up the front steps, crossed the front porch, and entered the house. As he was closing the door, he made one more attempt to identify the mysterious presence. But once again, he was unsuccessful. The road was completely deserted. Later that night, Joshua Daniels awoke from a peaceful slumber by an unpleasant sensation of dryness of his throat. His thirstiness affected him from his bed and carried him downstairs to the kitchen where he fetched a glass tumbler and filled it with water directly from the tap. The clock in his kitchen told him that it was nearing three, and this irritated him immensely as he knew his remaining hours of precious sleep would be insufficient for the day ahead. Just as he was switching off the kitchen light, he heard a faint yet distinguishable tapping noise coming from the road outside. This both intrigued and unsettled him at such a late hour. In his freshly awakened state... It took him a little more time before he came to the realisation about the nature of the noise he was hearing. The sound of footsteps crossing the road got increasingly closer to the side of his house. A looming sense of dread grasped him and held him in place. It was almost unheard of that someone could be walking on the road at this hour. The footsteps stopped, and Joshua remained petrified in his kitchen. He was unable to move for several minutes. He tried to muster up enough courage to approach the window. It took a great deal of bravery to pull back the curtain and peer out into the newly lightened road. However, his bravery offered him very little in the way of answers. There was not a single person but Joshua anywhere to be seen. No one in the gardens or the road or the forest. He hastily made his way to the door to make sure it was locked. He then made his way upstairs to spend the hours until the sun came up with the light on. He tried convincing himself that he had been imagining the whole event. It was the unfamiliar coldness that awoke Anne Peters the next morning. It was the unfamiliar coldness that awoke Anne Peters the next morning. She immediately sprung from bed to investigate why the home she lived in for so many years suddenly felt so very alien to her. She walked down the stairs and was at once struck by the alarming sight of the front door wide open to the elements. The feeling of her security being so harshly violated, it was enough to bring her to tears. Making her way over to the door, she began to notice strange marks on the floor. These were violent indents into the wood, as if someone had attempted to maintain a grip to the floor while resisting some sort of pulling force. In an instance of pure fear, Anna knew exactly what had happened. She let out a deafening scream and woke most of the small town. Her husband appeared by her side in an instance. Within minutes and through uncontrollable bursts of tears, She pled him to check on Adam's room. When Joshua entered Adam's room, he confirmed the darkest fears of his wife. Their son was nowhere to be seen. He sprinted out to the middle of the road, desperately calling his son's name, but to no avail. Perhaps if he had not been so distressed... He would have not overlooked a torn piece of his son's shirt that hung nonchalantly on the edge of a branch on the edge of the forest. The rest of that day was a tempest of confusion, anger, and fear for the residents of the road. Many of the men in town were called upon to search for the young boy, but hours upon hours of searching offered no clues to his fate or whereabouts. Joshua didn't speak for the events that had befallen him, due to some combination of fear, denial and guilt, but it did motivate him to take some sort of action. Joshua emerged from his home with his toolset. He had a mission of deactivating each and every light that had made them feel so safe. Joshua knew now, as did the other residents, that... Sometimes it is better for the darker places of the world to remain in the dark.